grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our sermon text for today comes from Isaiah chapter 49. Our Lord says, It is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to bring back the preserved of Israel. I will make you as a light for the nations, that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Here ends our text. You may be seated. Dream small. Kind of the opposite of what we normally think when we hear the word dream. What do we normally think of when we hear dream, right? It's normally dream big. Go for your dreams. Follow your dreams all your life. Well, Dream Small is actually a song, a Christian song, written, um, song by Josh Wilson, and it is actually the song of the month for our St. Lawrence schools. Um, every month we kind of do a different song based on the theme that we are on, and this month we have been singing and talking about Dreaming Small. Now, parents who are here, don't worry. We are not telling your students to not go for their dreams, to not dream big, and to not follow their passions. But dreaming small, in this case, has a little different meaning. Some words from the song, it says, Dreaming small is a mom singing gospel songs to their child. Dreaming small is a father who is spending family time with his kids And dreaming small is visiting someone down the street who is lonely. Dreaming small is the small things that make a big difference. And that is our theme for this month as we are talking about joining Jesus on his mission. We are doing the small things that Jesus takes and makes big things So two weeks ago, Pastor Adams kicked off our sermon series and talked about what Jesus' mission is. He talked that Jesus' mission is to restore and redeem the world. Jesus is actively seeking people so that he may bring them into a relationship with him. And last week we heard from Pastor Brandt that Jesus' mission is entrusted to the church, but it is also extended from the church into the communities. And this week, we will be talking about joining Jesus into the world. You see, Jesus is on a mission to restore this world we live in, and this is people we are talking about. And Jesus goes near and he goes far. Our Old Testament lesson that was just read from Isaiah really highlights this fact. As the, the second servant song that promises the coming Messiah, promises Jesus to come. And he records the promise of God's salvation that'll not just be for his chosen people, the Israelites, but it'll reach to all nations. Isaiah writes, It is too light a thing that you should be my servant. I will make you as a light for the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. It is too light a thing Think about that. Here is our God as creator, and even though we in our sin as his created rejected him and wanted nothing to do with him, he still wants all people to come to him. And I will turn your attention to our sermon outline. It's on page four in your um, bulletin. And our first note is that God 
wants all people to be saved. God is not just content in saving a group of people, but he wants all people to be saved. Will everyone believe this message? Unfortunately, no. But that doesn't stop our God who is on a mission in this world to bring all people to himself. And our second sermon note is, our God is on a mission, and our God is relentlessly pursuing all people. Our God is on a mission to bring people into a saving relationship with him. So what does this mean? What does this mean when we talk about joining Jesus into the world? Do we see God's desire to have his salvation reach to the ends of the earth today? Well, the answer is absolutely. We sure do. This is happening all over the world as we speak, with many people coming to faith, being baptized even as we had a baptism here today. Think about this. Jesus' message is spreading to all parts of the world. Today, there are as many Lutherans in Ethiopia, a country in Africa, as there are in the entire United States. And it is not really an overstatement to say that the gospel is spreading like wildfire in places like continents like Africa, parts of Asia, and even South America. And oftentimes, this is even amidst persecution and governments that actively try to squander the message of the gospel. And think about this. This is even another fact I didn't know. But there are more Christians worshiping in China today and every Sunday than there are in the entire United States combined and also all the countries that make up Europe. Our God is on a mission. And he is bringing all people all over the world to him. So how do we join Jesus on this mission into the world? How do we join him? Well, many of you probably are already doing just that. Now, some of you may know missionaries, those that go to foreign countries on our behalf and share this message. We just had a mission fest, right, a few weeks ago that highlighted the fact of God's gathering all people. And this is a big deal because there's a big need for support of these people who go to different nations and to spread the gospel. There is a need for missionaries, pastors, teachers, lay leaders to instruct and to teach the faith to all these people who are coming to know Jesus. And through support of those missions and through prayer, we can do just that. Join Jesus on his mission into the world. But some of you may say, well, Vicar, I'm already doing that. I'm already supporting missionaries, and I'm already praying for them, and many of you on a regular basis. Is that all I need to do to join Jesus on his mission? Well, in case you didn't notice, joining Jesus on his mission into the world may not just be the important work of foreign missions, but also right here in this country. You see, within the last few decades, literally millions of people in our country, in America, have walked away from the faith. 
The number of people with no religious affiliation at all is at an all-time high in our country. And our next sermon note is that in America, even in church communities, which are kind of defined as communities where generally a lot of people go to church, even the worship attendance compared to the population hovers around 18 to 22 percent. It doesn't sound like a big church community if over 80 percent of the people aren't attending church regularly. But the sobering fact is this, and the next note is America has become one of the largest mission fields in the world. To be missionaries, we don't just have to go far anymore. We can go simply outside of our own homes. You see, the world is coming to us, to our neighborhoods. The unchurched mission field is right here in this country. And this change has happened relatively quickly in our country's history. Within the last 40 to 50 years, and the sad part is, many churches aren't operating as if this change has occurred. And I got a picture for you to kind of show you what is going on to churches and cultures in America. Now, some of you who may be doing the Joining Jesus Bible study along with the sermon series may recognize this picture. And for those of you who don't, it might take a while to be like, what, what am I looking at? I had to kind of look at this a few times. Well, this is the Chaluteca River in Honduras, and it is the Chaluteca Bridge that was built by the Japanese government for the country of Honduras. It spanned the Chaluteca River, and it was a state-of-the-art bridge, kind of a modern masterpiece when it was built. But as many of you may recall, in 1998, Hurricane Mitch hit that part of the country, hit Honduras. And essentially, Hurricane Mitch came and, and stopped over this part of Honduras and essentially dumped historic amounts of rainfall onto the ground. And this part of Honduras is a very mountainous region. So as all the water came rushing down the mountains and into the rivers, it literally changed the course of the Chalateca River. And a bridge that was at one point very strong, very well built, became useless. For what good is a bridge that is sitting beside a river and you can't even cross the river? Well, this is kind of a picture of what has happened to churches in the culture in our country. If you can picture the bridge as representing the church and the river as representing the culture of the United States, we can say that for many years, the church did an excellent job of spanning the culture that it was placed in. Churches were well-respected, they were well-attended, and frankly, if a church wanted to outreach, to do outreach into the community, what did they have to do? Well, they would hold a Sunday service, and people would come. Well, today, in our culture, that's not so much the case. As Hurricane Mitch caused the Chalateca River to literally change course away from the bridge, the culture has and continues to move away from the church. And churches can no longer just rely upon inviting people to church 
to gain believers. And the church must bring the gospel to the community that it is placed. And our next sermon note highlights this. So if we as the church, as people in God's church, have to bring the gospel to our communities, what does that make us? Well, it makes us missionaries. Joining Jesus into the world is not only just the important work of overseas missions, but it can also be seen in our own country, places like America. So how do we do this? How do we, as a church, help span the river of the culture once again? Well, for many of us, this may involve a major change in mindset. And our final note is that it involves a change in thinking that we can see each day as if we are on a mission trip. Instead of going far, we go near into our grocery stores, into our schools, into our communities, into our places of work, and we can share the gospel. Sound pretty scary? Maybe kind of radical, thinking about ourselves as missionaries? That might be. But it really is nothing new for the church. In our epistle lesson, the book of Acts, um, Luke records how Jesus sent out the disciples when he says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Through the power of his Holy Spirit, Jesus sent out his disciples. They were his witnesses. They have seen and they have heard what Jesus had done, and they went out and told the message of good news. And we, you and me, are witnesses as well. Each Sunday, each week, we see and hear what the Lord has done for us and continues to do in our lives. And we are called to go and tell of that message in our communities. I mean, that's really what the word witness means. It simply means go and tell what you've heard and what you've learned. It really doesn't involve anything major. It doesn't take a PhD to be a witness. It is simply telling others what we know and the hope that we have. And the good news is is that Jesus is doing the hard work for us. Jesus died and rose again so that we may be forgiven and that all people may be forgiven and that we can go out and share that message with those God has placed in our lives. And he's on a mission preparing hearts to receive him and to come into a relationship with him. And all we have to do is join him to care for people, to love people, to notice people in our lives that could use just a touch of hope of the gospel. And that's what we're called to do. Just imagine how welcoming, how inviting the church would be if we all intentionally lived that way in our everyday lives. Well, next week, Pastor Sean will conclude our series on joining Jesus on his mission, and you'll be talking about doing just that, how we live as neighborhood missionaries and join Jesus in our everyday lives. And next week, you may find out that, yes, It can be done. 
And it may not be as difficult as you might think, and it actually might be a lot of fun. You won't want to miss it. But until then, in the words of our song, Dream Small, keep loving, keep serving, keep learning, keep praying, keep listening, keep hoping, hoping, keep seeking, and keep searching. For Jesus has put you in exactly the right place with exactly the right people who you can share the message of hope and forgiveness with. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.